Support for Speaking of Travel comes from the Asheville Regional Airport with frequent daily connections to major international hubs. Asheville Regional is your local connection to the world. And when you fly home, you're home. Plan your next trip at flyavl.com. Prestige Subaru, offering a variety of new and pre-owned all-wheel drive Subarus. Built with the zero landfill promise, all waste is recycled or reused. With more at PrestigeSubaru.com. New Belgium Brewing, makers of Fat Tire Amber Ale and a host of Belgian-inspired beers dedicated to proving that business can be a force for good. Visit New Belgium Brewing in Asheville, North Carolina. For more information, visit newbelgium.com. And Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park. Explore one of Western North Carolina's most iconic places, featuring everything the mountains have to offer in one place. Plan your adventure at ChimneyRockPark.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC. Now be sure to visit the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, and sign up for the Travel Club. You're going to receive some really great travel news and travel tips and some wonderful vacation destination opportunities, including a really fabulous legal trip to Cuba in February 2020 with our good friends at Small Footprint Travels. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website, on the iHeartRadio app, on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, just about any platform that has podcasts you can find, Speaking of Travel. And I'm excited today because the Speaking of Travel and Climate Listening Project continues with Dana Ruggiera and our guest Joshua Martin, the director of the Environmental Paper Network. And we're going to be talking about the launch of the new hashtag Unwrap the Truth campaign. And Dana, Joshua, thank you both for being in the studio. I love when you're here and your smiling face is right across from me. Thank you, Marilyn. Thank you, Randy, also. And I'm just so happy, as always, to be here. And Joshua, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you so much, Marilyn. I'm really glad to be here. Well, so the Environmental Paper Network is made up of like 160 organizations who are all working together to address the kind of wasteful use of paper and make some shifts in being more responsible about paper production. And Dana, we've, in all the time that we've spent on the Speaking of Travel and Climate Listening Project series, we've spent a lot of time talking about the forest and our beautiful trees and how all of that is connected. And you and Joshua have been working together for a long time. Yeah, we come back to forests a lot because they are one of our biggest defenses against climate change impacts, such as flooding and just protecting us from storms like hurricanes. 
Um, but also forests provide us with clean water and clean air to breathe. They are the lungs of the planet. And also they're just beautiful and magical places that we really enjoy spending time in. I've worked with the Environmental Paper Network in collaboration for years. We uh, recently, last year, I think, had some guests on from the Environmental Paper Network, Greenpeace, um, NRDC, where we had done a Voices of Hope for the Forest series, a photo series with really inspiring quotes. And it's just always an honor to collaborate with all of these amazing organizations that are working together with the Environmental Paper Network. Yeah, I'm so grateful to have had the opportunity to work with Dana. She brings um, such hope to these issues and we share a deep love for the forest. And so um, it's just really fun to connect on something that's really serious and challenging to deal with um, and of serious concern. But um, I'm really glad that that we can try to tell people about these solutions and that Dana and I have have partnered together for some time in trying to do that. That, Well, I was just going to say that is so great because I know that this new campaign, Dana, that I want to talk to you and Josh about is really shining a light on individuals as leaders in a solutions focused movement. You know, those are like my three happy words. (laughs) (laughs) So talk a little bit about that and how it's set up to protect the climate, the force, and most importantly, our communities. Yeah, I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about it. And um, our forests are under a lot of heavy pressure from all the ways that we consume them and make products out of them. And people think that uh, perhaps because of the rise of computers and we hear about the decline of newspapers and things that maybe people aren't using paper quite as much. But the reality is, the truth is that paper consumption is rising around the globe and people are using more and more paper and and making that paper uses a tremendous amount of energy a tremendous amount of water it takes chemicals and it uses a tremendous amount of wood um, especially when we're not making it from recovered fiber so um, we know that people out there and listening to this show are doing the right thing and and being leaders amongst their peers and their communities they're they're using reusable products, um, reusable mug. They're being thoughtful about their choices. And, and we need every one of those individual actions. But another truth is that we need real leadership in terms of our governments, our elected officials, and the policies they make, the corporations, and the products that they design and provide to us, the way that food service industries um, deliver food products to us. And... Um, We need to continue doing the things that we're doing as individuals, but also the Environmental Paper Network tries to bring people together into a collective community that can can speak up and be loud and ask for change and and look to our leaders for better solutions. I am so excited about this. It really um, I read an article just the other day about trees and I'd always heard this and I basically grew up in the forest for, you know, many decades. But seeing it as research that trees speak to each other, that they're kin to each other is what they said. So that made even more of an impact that not not only do we want to protect our forest for all those reasons that you talked about, but now there's 
empirical, you know, emphatical in, uh, research evidence that shows that the trees are alive and communicate with each other like family. So all the more reason why we want to make sure that we're protecting and taking care of them. Yeah, trees do speak with each other. And of course, the entire ecosystem of a forest is in this this communication and in this thriving network together. Um, but so many people love that movie, that Dr. Seuss movie, the Lorax. And, you know, it is, it, they can speak with each other, but they can't speak out. Right. And so it is up to us to speak for the trees. And that's what is so great about this campaign in calling on individuals to be leaders, not only in their daily lives and in the actions of reusable cups um, and, you know, opting out of receipts and, really taking action at work and at school and at their home life to try to use less, but also use recycled paper and things like that. Um, it really enables people to call on their favorite companies, their favorite restaurants, their favorite businesses and corporations to say, hey, you know, how can you do better? How can we do better together and be leaders in using their voice to ask for the kind of solutions that we need for our trees? And Josh, tell us how somebody can get more information as they're listening to the show today uh, on what you're doing so we can all start being a part of this movement? Well, you can go to unwrapthetruth.org to find out more information about this campaign and to find materials that you can share with others to spread the word about this campaign. You can find actions that you can take right there online to um, opt out of yellow pages, opt out of uh, junk mail, and there's resources for adding up the environmental impacts of your paper so you can measure that and, and see how you reduce those impacts over time. And so unwrapthetruth.org is your place to go to get plugged into this campaign, which is it's a microsite that we have at the Environmental Paper Network that's brand new. And we're hoping that everybody goes there and shares those resources and calls on the companies that they do business with to to make these changes. Um, it's astronomical, some of the, the numbers um, that we look at in terms of paper cups. It's 265 billion paper cups are used every single year. Wow, that's a lot of paper cups. So I want to talk more about how we can all make a difference and uh, going to the website, there are so many different ways that we can find solutions. Dana Ruggiero and Joshua Martin here today with Josh is the director of the Environmental Paper Network. We'll be right back. Green is good. Local food, less oil. Renewable energy, sustainable peace. Tree hugger. Say no to GMOs. Be kind to animals. Don't eat them. Go solar. Coexist. Don't buy a dog. Rescue one. Keep Asheville weird. We just read the bumper stickers on the back of a Subaru. Welcome to Subiville. Prestige Subaru. On the web at PrestigeSubaru.com. 
Feeling the need to costume up? New Belgium's annual Tour de Fat is back for 2019 on Saturday, September 21st, offering a day packed full of free activities, celebrating beer, bikes, and amusement. Join the bicycle parade or float to the show with rentals available at French Broad Outfitters. Entering its 20th season, the Tour de Fat has raised nearly $6 million for local bike nonprofits. For more info, visit newbelgium.com. With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Visit Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park once, and you'll want to come back for more. An annual pass not only gets you unlimited visits to the park for a year, exclusive events, and special deals at the park's shops and restaurants, you also get discounts at other area attractions, too. And there's easy access to the rock via the 26-story elevator inside the mountain. Become an annual pass holder at ChimneyRockPark.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm here with Dana Ruggiero of the Climate Listening Project and Joshua Martin with the Environmental Paper Network. And... We're learning about solutions to how to be more mindful and more responsible when we think about how we use paper, the forests. And Dana, you've got a little, um, I feel like I'm sitting in third grade. <laughs> <laughs> hey, online quizzes are so hot. They, they stay hot. That's right. And so. that is one of the aspects of the Unwrap the Truth campaign. You can actually go to unwrapthetruth.org and take a quiz and test your paper knowledge, right? That's correct, yeah. So we're going to we're gonna test Marilyn a little bit. Uh-oh. And all of you out there can play yeah, along play as along. you listen. Come on, don't put me in the hot seat. So we, um, we, we're going to get started here with just a couple of true or false questions. So true or false, Marilyn, more than half of all paper in the world is used for packaging. More than half? Mm-hmm. And this is the deliveries that you're ordering online from online shopping, things like that. Well, so, I'm thinking of all my neighbors who always seem to have boxes sitting on their porches from Amazon and other places. It seems like if I just used my neighborhood as a microcosm of how much packaging there is, I would say that is true. That is true. And how about this? True or false, Marilyn? We can all help forests and communities by shopping local instead of online. Local instead of online? Well, I guess if we ordered it online, we'd have to have packaging involved, right? Yes. So if I went to my neighborhood store, perhaps I could put it in 
a reusable bag or just carry it in my arms and put it in my car. I love it. You're getting an A on this. Yay. So another one here is the average person in the United States uses four times the amount of paper and packaging as the global average. True or false? Wow. Right four here. Four times. Right here in our own U.S. of A. Mm-hmm. Well, I think people in America do tend to be more consumerish. They buy more. I know when I've been in Europe and traveled to other countries, people that you go into the market, you don't really get paper bags or or even plastic. So I would say that's probably true, Dana. That is true. All of it these is. are true because it's unwrap the truth. <laughs> oh. It's true. The um, U.S. Uh, people in the U.S. use a grotesque amount of paper compared to others in the world. And it's not only an issue of um, environmental impact and using more than our share. It's an equity issue. There are important sanitary and education uses for paper. There are good uses for paper, but there are some people in the world that don't even have access to that. And then here we're just completely wasteful with it. And so that's one of the things that we're trying to address too, is just that sloppy wastefulness, carelessness, um, choosing convenience over thinking about the future. Well, I think we're all probably guilty of that because it's a cultural thing. So I know for me, when I go into a grocery store, convenience usually wins over, you know, it's especially because we have such mainstream grocery shopping options. It's not like the recycle store, come here for all your recycle needs, which now that I think of it, it is a pretty good idea. <laughs> <laughs> but how can we be more mindful? Like when I go into a commercial grocery store, which is on the corner of my neighborhood and it's easy and convenient and I know each aisle is marked with what I need, I walk down that aisle and I just grab the paper products that I need and we all know that could be as many as five different things. How can we mindfully walk into the grocery store and say, I'm going to think differently today. I think bringing your own bags is the first step, of course, and um, looking for products that don't use excessive packaging, um, buying only what you need, um, perhaps instead of the paper napkins, getting some cloth napkins and using those with your family. Um, over the long term, it can really save you a lot of money, too. Um, and there, like I said, there's there are paper products that we're going to need. It provides a lot of uh, usefulness to our lives, and that's that's real. But when we do need paper, then we should look for recycled content paper, which has a much lower impact on the environment and and encourages people to recycle. It creates a market for that waste. Uh, we should look for any virgin forest fiber to be made from. Uh, uh, fiber certified by the Forest Stewardship Council. You might see a logo on there with a tree and a check mark, and it says FSC. And so then you know that if it came from trees, that at least that's from a well-managed forest. And I'm going to bring this up because it 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 is a truth that when I do look at recyclable ob, uh, products, they're usually a little bit more expensive. So let's Let's talk about how that mindset can go bye-bye. Yeah, and I'll go on a little bit of a, a rant, and then I'll let Joshua speak to this. So our choices 
our, you know, how we spend our money at the grocery store is a big part of how we sort of vote with our dollars, you know, and the more that we dedicate ourselves to buying organic produce, the more that we dedicate ourselves to buying the kind of products that we want, the more that that demand will be there. And also the more, you know, the more money will go towards it. So essentially when you're buying cheap things, those are subsidized by your tax dollars anyway. Um, you know, bad, bad sort of extractive logging, um, you know, bad conventional agriculture. A lot of these things we pay taxes, which then go to these subsidies, um, you know, and, and, one of the things that I kind of think about of about this is these big campaigns. A lot of money actually then goes towards even um, campaigns that make you feel good about buying those products. <laughs> that is that is true. I mean, I don't think we can shop our way out of the climate crisis for sure, um, but we can make responsible choices and. We can ask for leadership from corporations that are making these products. Um, a lot of companies are pursuing this and innovating, creating returnable delivery systems for uh, e-commerce and um, so that you would get your things in a box, a uh, plastic box that then you can reuse, you can send back to Amazon or whoever, and then they can uh, use that again over and over again. So moving away from that disposable culture um, to one that is is more about reuse and thinking about the the long-term impacts of those choices. That is such a great idea. It seems to be um, kind of a no-brainer in a way, and yet it's taken generations to get to this point of awareness and especially of leadership, of of people stepping up like yourself, Joshua and, and Dana, and being able to say, we are at a crisis point in our world. We are. And all the, you know, smiley emojis, emojis you can think of isn't going to make that different. Um, but we still feel a sense of hope and a sense of um, optimism because we know that there are leaders there are people and corporations who are starting to step up and say, we are the makers of change and we want to create everybody to be on board with us. Every single change that happens that makes good in this world comes from individuals just like all of the listeners today that call on companies to be more ethical, to be more sustainable, that call on politicians to be more ethical, to be more sustainable. You know, it comes from the individual voices. And so that's why, you know, sort of this campaign and all of the work of the Environmental Paper Network and that collaborative nature of really enabling individuals to really address this crisis in their daily lives, but also to call and be leaders in this movement is so inspiring. It is so inspiring. And I am here in the studio today with Dana Ruggiero. She has the Climate Listening Project and Joshua Martin, the director of the Environmental Paper Network. We're finding solutions. This is Tina Kinsey with Asheville Regional Airport, and I have a travel tip for you today. 
Have you ever been waiting at the airport and realized that the battery bar on your phone was in the red, but you also needed to get some work done that required plugging in your computer? Perhaps you have a travel buddy who also needs to plug in. And then you start to look for a power outlet. That's when you notice that every outlet is in use. And sometimes one person is using four plugs for all of their devices. While airports do offer power plugs for passenger use, sometimes finding just one available is the best you can do. A new trend in travel is to bring a small power strip with multiple plug outlets with you in your carry-on luggage. That way, when you finally locate an available outlet, you're all set. And you won't be that traveler who hogs the power outlets. Thanks for listening to this tip from Asheville Regional Airport. When you fly home, you're home. Enjoy a fat tire, amber ale, and a host of Belgian-inspired beers with a river view at New Belgium Brewing in Asheville, North Carolina. Located at 21 Craven Street in the heart of the River Arts District, New Belgium offers brewery tours seven days a week and live music every Friday. New Belgium Brewing, strongly rooted in community and proving business, can be a force for good. For more info, visit newbelgium.com. Every story has its beginning, a starting point from which it wanders the long and winding road, weaving its way toward the final word. It is on this road where the greatest moments often lie, where memories are made, lessons are learned, and where experiences can be valued forever. Each story is a journey, blind to what lies ahead and conditioned by the road behind. While the destination may or may not be known, each journey is unique, unfolding in the moment and defined by those at the wheel. Regardless of where your journey takes you, it remains yours to create. Embrace the journey. Find your ride at PrestigeSubaru.com. Explore one of Western North Carolina's most iconic places, Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park, featuring six hiking trails, an animal discovery den, rock climbing with instructors from Fox Mountain Guides, monthly guided hikes, and more. There's easy access to the rock via the 26-story elevator inside the mountain. To plan your next Chimney Rock adventure, visit ChimneyRockPark.com to see an online trail map and the listing of the park's upcoming events. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and it is time to catch up with our good friend and fellow traveler, Doc Lawrence, as he takes us along the Gourmet Highway. And today, Doc is in Plains, Georgia, that lovely village that's home of Nobel Peace Prize winner and 39th president of the United States of America, Jimmy Carter, and his lovely wife, Rosalind. Hey, Doc. You know, it's not every town in America that can claim home to a president and a Nobel Peace Prize winner. So what are you up to down there? Hey, Marilyn, where do you think people of all religions, races, and nationalities gather on Sundays at sunrise to attend church? I know of only one place in America, and it's Maranatha Baptist Church in Plains, Georgia, hoping to see and hear President Carter and his wife, the former First Lady Rosalind. Marilyn, this little village, way off the beaten path, but near lovely Americas, Georgia, is known throughout the planet because of Jimmy Carter. This land has very deep meaning to me and others 
who are sons and daughters of the South. Just a few miles below here is the world-renowned refuge and farm called Kononia. That is a Greek word meaning living together peacefully, and boy, do they. These are my friends, and they're your friends too. A large, totally organic farm and a place for anyone seeking comfort and love to come and live, yes, in peace. Colonia was founded in 1942 by Reverend Clarence Jordan, whose nephew was Jimmy Carter's chief of staff when he was president. It's endured bombings, cross burnings, boycotts, all engineered by the Klan. But you know, love will defeat hate every single time, as Dr. King said, and it's just so true. Colonia answered all the hate by becoming the birthplace of Habitat for Humanity, now the world's largest charity and perhaps the most respected. I just love to come here, do some walking around the pecan groves, meet new people from all over the world, and learn. You can learn a lot from folks that you've never seen before, who have different skin than you have, whose accents are different. There's a miracle involved in that, Marilyn, as you well know. Anyone from anywhere in any country can come here. Why, if you're traveling through Georgia headed to Florida, or back from Florida headed back up north, Colonia should be one of your stops. It's not that far off of Interstate 75. And unlike other places, you'll be warmly welcomed here, and they won't be asking you for a bunch of money. Looking for farm-fresh products? Well, Colonia exists selling what it grows and produces. Breads, cakes, candies, jellies, jams, pecans, peanuts, and much more. You want a vacation to remember? Well, let me plan it for you. Come on down, spend a Saturday at Cononia, do some work, make some friends, get a good night's sleep, and on Sunday morning, get up around 6 a.m. and head a few miles north to Plains. Stand in line at 6 a.m. or so and sit down when you get a seat and join folks from all over the world, and you have a good chance to see Jimmy Carter, hear him speak, and get your picture taken with him. He is that approachable. It's all smiles here, Marilyn. Well, I've got some plans tonight, Marilyn, a little fancy for this area. I'm going over to the Windsor Hotel in Americas, have a few Jack Daniels, yes, with some friends of mine, and then get a good night's sleep, and maybe I'll head up to Plains in the morning and follow my own advice. So this is Doc Lawrence for Maryland Ball, and speaking of travel, on the Gourmet Highway in Plains, Georgia, saying so long for now, and I hope to see you soon in your hometown. Doc, you go have fun, and remember, travel slowly. You can follow Doc's journey on the Gourmet Highway by visiting thegourmethighway.com. Well, today in the studio, I have Dana Ruggiero, who is the Climate Listening Project. I mean, Dana, you're you're the brand, the Climate Listening Project. <laughs> if you look that, Google that, <laughs> and there's Dana Ruggiero. And our guest, Joshua Martin, who is the director of the Environmental Paper Network. And we're talking about the launch of the new Unwrap the Truth campaign. And Dana... Uh, Previously, you gave me a little quiz. I think I did all right on that quiz. <laughs> a plus. Right. I want to continue talking about, um, you know, what you were saying, Joshua, about just creating leadership, creating community. Um, 
Do you travel and meet people from from the world in your role as a director? Yes, I um, have had the very un- very fortunate experience to visit many of these forests that we're working to protect and to meet the people who are protecting these places that they love. And um, it's it's super inspiring for me to see people with that kind of passion and being really creative and speaking up for the places that they love and coming together in community. And and the Environmental Paper Network gets to cultivate a global community of people that that care about the future and care about the places that they love and, and are working for solutions. Um, one of my favorite places I've had the chance to visit was Indonesia um, in the island of Sumatra, where there's incredible, incredible, beautiful rainforest. I got to see uh, a walking fish um, and a lot of other amazing things. Um, And also some really horrible destruction too, like clear cuts as far as the eye could see that used to be beautiful rainforest. And right now the the forests of Indonesia are also on fire and it's not talked about as much as the stories about Brazil, but this is the legacy of clearing the land for pulp and paper production that is causing it to be burning right now. And so um, these are beautiful, amazing places that we um, that we can make a difference and, and we can join this global movement to, to help protect this and change it. Another thing about Indonesia that I read recently was that they're actually moving their capital because of sea level rise, because of climate change impacts. That's right. They... Um, the city is of Jakarta is sinking into the sea and it floods all the time and it's totally overpopulated and they've been taking too much water out of the, the aquifer for it to be able to replenish itself. And so now it's sinking into the sea and we're going to see more and more of these kinds of disruptions and migrations and people needing to pick up and move um, as, as we go forward if we don't take this seriously and address it. Um, I just met somebody named Penny who lives in coastal North Carolina, and she actually talked about how um, they live on the Sound and now have to plan so many of their days travel based on when high tide and low tide is happening because the roads are flooded on the way to their house. And where there used to be a forest of trees four years ago, three years ago, two years ago, and now no trees, less and less trees each year. Um, and, and with Hurricane Dorian and Hurricane Florence last year and these impacts increasing, it becomes more and more important for people to share their stories. Um, and so it's important to share your stories so that others know that they are not alone, but also share your stories of solutions. And this unwrap the truth hashtag can be used not only to talk about the truth of the impacts we're seeing, but of what you're doing to create solutions. How are you taking action? You can share it with that hashtag and share your story too. Well, I'll tell you, just sitting here listening, you know, my mind is going to, wow, what can I do even today on my way home when I stop to pick up something uh, necessary for my home? What can I do to make a difference? And Josh, Tell us again the um, website so people can can find out more information. The website is unwrapthetruth.org. Easy enough. And Dana, you had mentioned when you go to that website that there's uh, the quiz. There's lots of ways that you can get involved. 
I'm here today with Dana Ruggiero of the Climate Listening Project and Joshua Martin, the director of the Environmental Paper Network, to talk about the launch of the new Unwrap the Truth campaign. Enjoy a fat tire amber ale and a host of Belgian-inspired beers with a river view at New Belgium Brewing in Asheville, North Carolina. Located at 21 Craven Street in the heart of the River Arts District, New Belgium offers brewery tours seven days a week and live music every Friday. New Belgium Brewing, strongly rooted in community and proving business can be a force for good. For more info, visit newbelgium.com. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away, starting at Asheville Regional Airport. Fly Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. Green is good. Local food, less oil. Renewable energy, sustainable peace. Tree hugger. Say no to GMOs. Be kind to animals. Don't eat them. Go solar. Coexist. Don't buy a dog. Rescue one. Keep Asheville weird. We just read the bumper stickers on the back of a Subaru. Welcome to Subiville. Prestige Subaru. On the web at PrestigeSubaru.com. Visit Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park once, and you'll want to come back for more. An annual pass not only gets you unlimited visits to the park for a year, exclusive events, and special deals at the park's shops and restaurants, you also get discounts at other area attractions, too. And there's easy access to the rock via the 26-story elevator inside the mountain. Become an annual pass holder at ChimneyRockPark.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and we're here today with Dana Ruggiero in the studio. Hi, Dana, the Climate Listening Project. And Joshua Martin, he is the director of the Environmental Paper Network. Hello. And we are launching, uh, Josh is launching the Unwrap the Truth campaign. The Environmental Paper Network, we're talking, Josh, is made up of 160 organizations. Now, you're the director over this whole program? Um, We have a small staff, but we have this amazing community around the world, everything from big organizations like WWF and Greenpeace and NRDC to very small community groups that are fighting pollution from a particular pulp mill in their community. And we bring everybody together to collectively take this on. We don't want to solve the problem in one place and push it over to somewhere else. So we're promoting long-term solutions. We have a a platform and a vision that's on our website and... and, um, we're all working together towards that. And Dana, you ha- talk about how you're involved, because I know I, I want to talk about the video project, Josh, that was done recently, and you do so many video projects. How is your world all connected? Well, years and years ago, when all of these organizations came on to sign on to a new global paper vision, I helped with that 
campaign. We got Ian Summerhalder, the actor and activist involved. We created a viral infographic and really just showcased how all of these networks were working together in a variety of different ways, including some short videos that we shared where people around the world said, what's in your paper in many different languages. And it was really cool. And then we also did a Voices of Hope for the Forest series where people from more than 15 countries or more than 15 people, yeah, more than 15 countries uh, shared what inspires them to protect forests. And they shared some of their individual stories and we had photos from that as well. So that was a photo essay that we did together. And then this campaign, I actually was not involved in this amazing, really cool video that was created by a, a very talented animator, but I had an opportunity to come in and just support this campaign. Um, it's called Unwrap the Truth. And so, Joshua, tell us about this video. Yeah, Dana Dana is so wise and has been uh, a great partner in teaching me about storytelling. And on this occasion, we had an opportunity to work with uh, a well-known animator on telling the story about our paper consumption and the impacts and the solutions that we can make. And his name is Kyle Platts. You can find him on Instagram and other places. He's very prolific. And um, he put together this one-minute-long, fun, eye-catching, provocative animation that we're sharing as a part of the campaign. We're really grateful to him for contributing his talents to help support it and and get people's attention in this crowded environment that we have. Um, And so you can find that on the website too, and we hope that you'll share that around with other people. Um, And what we're trying to tell in this animation is is a new story, a different version of the story. I think we, we probably all are frustrated that like putting a brick in our toilet didn't solve the environmental crisis or when Al Gore told us to unplug our cell phone chargers from the wall, like that didn't really solve the climate crisis. And, um, and we're doing, people out there are doing the right things. You need to keep doing those things, do the right things, make the right choices, be a leader to show others it can be done differently. Um, but the message in this animation is that we need to take collective action to, call on our leaders in government and in the corporations to to provide us with new ways of of using resources to take responsibility for the impacts of where all these products are coming from to not take the easy way out and the shortcuts to to win our our business by being environmental leaders and and finding a new way and that that many many voices are out there calling for that type of leadership. Well, I have a a question on that because you know, we here in the United States are very um, fortunate that we have a democracy and that we vote and we each have a, a vote and we can go to the polls. So as we're and we're moving into an election year, a very important election year, as we enter into that and we think about these leaders and how they think and how they vote and, and make change happen. What are some of the questions? You know, we had our little quiz. You asked me some questions. Now I'm asking you, what are some of the questions we need to be asking these leaders who are standing on their soapbox to win our vote? What should we be asking? 
I think we should be asking them what is their plan for conserving and protecting the United States forests. We have um, many opportunities to expand our forests and, and treat them more kindly here in the U.S. and our elected officials have a chance to do that as a part of the Green New Deal or other policies that, that they could support. Um, I think that's one of the most important things. They can uh, stop subsidizing the commercial logging on our public lands and other places. Um, they can support recycling infrastructure better so, so less is going into our landfills and more can be recovered cleanly to be made into new paper so we don't need as many new and virgin materials. Um, I think that those are some of the, the immediate things that they can do. And Dana, we were talking about when you were talking about creating new materials to supplement, you know, we're in this kind of ironic spot right now where there's been such a movement and we had a show all about plastic, what we can do to change our use of plastic. And now, okay, people are transitioning, going from plastic, but they're going to paper. So, and here we are doing a whole show on on saving the forest and saving paper. Dana, how do you think you and Joshua, we can make those kind of changes? I think the best thing that we can do is to choose not to use, right? And um, and that's just, you know, some small changes that we can make in our daily lives. Like when I go to the grocery store, um, I try to buy local products, but I also try to just skip entirely the, the middle of the grocery store. You know, I'm buying fruits and vegetables. People come to my house and they're like, why isn't there anything in your cabinets? Well, I'm, you know, it's sort of like when you go to a lot of other countries and you're buying those fresh fruits and produce, you're buying what you need for that week. Um, you know, in cases of hurricanes and as we think about how to adapt to different climate impacts, yeah, we need to make sure that we have um, the food supplies that don't need to be refrigerated, don't need to be cooked even. And we need to make sure that we have water stored up, um, clean water to drink for our families. But it doesn't mean running out and buying cases and cases of bottled water. Um, you know, but anyway, the idea of trying to use less, but mostly to just call on corporations to say, hey, you know, how can you create this in a more sustainable and more ethical way as opposed to using just plastic or paper? Um, how can we do better? Yeah, we're trying to watch out for regrettable substitutions for the plastic that we're cutting back on. It is incredible and inspiring and so important and urgent that we reduce the plastic waste. It is an, an appalling problem. And there can be some cases where where paper might be um, a better solution in the meantime. But we're trying to reach out to some of the biggest companies in the world that are are starting to address this plastic waste issue. But sometimes when they do so, they just simply replace it with paper and say that it's environmentally um, friendly paper. Um, and so we would like for them to to sort of leapfrog that that regrettable substitution and and move into um, looking at reusable and other solutions um, and materials made from uh, wastes and residues and other things like that. So um, we need to move forward on that plastic problem. And we also need to think about what's where is that paper coming from that's replacing it? In your 
daily lives, you can find some really easy actions to take and how to be a leader in this movement um, at unwrapthetruth.org. You can also follow this movement and add your solutions via the Unwrap the Truth hashtag. You can check out this very cool video by Kyle Platz, the animator and artist. And you can engage in many different ways with this movement via the Environmental Paper Network on social media channels. Um, Joshua, tell us just really quickly, people go to unwrapthetruth.org. They can take the pledge, right? Take the quiz. They can get involved, right? Yes. Please go to unwrapthetruth.org and sign the pledge where you can make a commitment and We'll stay in touch with you and give you more and more opportunities to stay plugged in and connected with the campaign and help make a difference. Well, thank you, Dana Ruggiero and Joshua Martin, for being on the show today. This is awesome information. I love when we can walk away with solutions and looking at ways that we ourselves can become better leaders and more mindful. This is Marilyn Ball. You've been listening to Speaking of Travel. I want you to go out and, you know, when you walk into the grocery store this week, think about what Dana said. Just go on the uh, either end. Forget the middle part. Find fresh produce. Go buy bulk rice and other uh, food items that perhaps are not prepackaged. Every little step you make is making a step for our forests and our trees. In fact, go out and take a hike and sit in the forest and listen to them to them speak. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening. You've been listening to Speaking of Travel. And remember, life is short. Don't postpone joy. Joy.